suspend your disbelief, your rational, analytical mind, just for a minute, just for the length of this podcast. What if all I'm about to tell you is the truth? What if the information you will be provided is from a divine source? Just for this time, I am your Axis Mundi. Consider this podcast your channel, your second opinion. When I do a reading, something larger than myself is working through me. So ask what you wish. This is your channel, your doorway to the divine. Welcome to John's Tarot Podcast. It's a pleasure to see you again today. Well, this has been a busy week for me, and uh, three days at the hospital, I got, I got, I have to do two days on the rig, on the ambulance rig. So, uh, I did my readings ahead of time. I pulled my cards ahead of time, and I will, I will read them, at the readings as I, as I did them, as I recorded them. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about three items. First item is. What can we expect from this investigation into Trump and the January 6th? Will they obtain the records they need in order to in order in order to bring us the truth about this? Second reading I did has to do with oh UFOs. Uh, what about Colonel Philip Corso? How accurate was uh, the things he told us in his book? And then the third thing is a little little message from the divine, what we can expect in terms of what's currently going on in this cycle. So life goes in cycles. We're coming out of a cycle, we're entering a cycle. So I'll give in a little bit about that. And then I'll give you a little story, a little, little nursing story. I'll finish up the podcast with that. So let's proceed with the first reading. What is it we can expect from the current investigation into the January 6th insurrection and uh, Trump's involvement and his attempts to hide uh, documentation surrounding that? For this recording, I chose a, this reading, I chose a seven-card spread. The first card is the Six of Cups. Uh, current conditions. Second card is the Knight of Pentacles, or Six of Cups is past the foundation. Nine of Pen- Knight of Pentacles is what's currently going on. Justice card: What is helping? Obstacles: The Hierophant. Uh, what other people think? The Hermit. What we should do is the Seven of Swords. And kind of what we can expect is this page of swords. So, in the past, what's going on? What, what, what is the foundation that this is on? And the Six of Cups has to do with repeating cycles. So we've seen this type of thing before. This cycle in our election cycles. This cycle in uh, what's going on. Remember, uh, if those of you who are old enough to remember Nixon, where there were things that happened that were brought to light. So this is a similar cycle to that, and it's repeating itself. The Knight of Pentacles. The Knight of Pentacles, you see a knight sitting on a more of a plow horse holding a pentacle, overlooking a, a field. When he overlooks his field, it is the knight returning home from his, uh, his journey, 
his battles, and he is looking over a field which he intends to plant. And uh, the horse he's sitting on is not a war horse, it's a, it's a plow horse. So it's a foundation type of card. He is setting a foundation. And that's what's going on right now. I guess Congress and the investigation panel are setting a foundation. as they And they have a plan. And their plan, I believe, will be successful. So obtaining these documents is part of setting their foundation. What is helping? The Justice Card. The Justice Card is one of those cards that cuts both ways. It is kind of the card of karma. Man, if you've been doing good things, you can expect good things to happen. If you've been involved in shady dealings, you can expect the past to catch up with you. So the Justice Card is what is helping. Justice is certainly what we need in this situation. We need the American people need to know the truth. And whichever way that the pendulum swings, we need to be know that we need to know the truth. When the past president was in office, he was working for us. Therefore, the things that he did should be a matter of public record. And we need to know that. If he and if he did no harm, we need to know that too. What is getting in the way? Obstacles. The Hierophant. Well, the Hierophant has to do with structure, with uh, oh, the political parties. You see the two. You see the two guys with bald heads kneeling before the Hierophant. Uh, organized religion, organized political structures. So the process, the structure. Is what's gonna? It's the obstacle. Of course, the Republicans don't want to look into this, and to some extent, neither do the Democrats. They all want to be protected by the structure, and the structure is what the obstacle is. Will be? Will we be able to get beyond the current structure, the political structure that keeps these people in office? It keeps them from doing the will of the people. What other people think? The hermit. The, the hermit indicates people really know the truth. They know what's going on. They have the, the light of wisdom before them. And they have a, 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 a walking stick to steady them on their journey. They want to move beyond this already. So let's find out. They want to kind of put this behind them and walk away from this and contemplate the effects it's had. What, what we should do... Well, that is the Seven of Swords. The Seven of Swords kind of indicates dishonesty, thievery. So we should be aware of the dishonesty of the process, possible dishonesty of the people involved. And it also represents opportunity. The opportunity to move past these these problems, these obstacles. The opportunity to bring out the truth and to move forward. You know, there's nothing wrong with making a mistake. Making mistakes are part of life. Admitting your mistakes is how you learn. So I made a mistake, so I, I learned from my mistakes. This is an opportunity for the country and for the participants to learn. So it's not that bad of a deal. Whichever way, whichever way it goes... If it turns out that Trump is totally innocent, well, then the, United, then the Congress should learn. You know, if things go the other way, hopefully the participants will learn something. 
And then the final card, what, card, what we should expect, is the Page of Swords. The Page of Swords is the diplomat, but he's also a young learning person. He asks a lot of questions, and he will get the answers he requests. He may uh, appear to be a bit of a pest because of his insistency and his somewhat a lack of grace in asking these questions. But in the end, we're going to get our answers. So, that's what I have for the current situation regarding, regarding the investigation into the January 6th. It's a repeating process. Uh, Congress and the investigating committee is laying a foundation for their, for their investigation. Justice is involved. Karma will be served. And that is going to help the situation. What's going to block the situation is the structure of our organization. What the people want is to move beyond this. Let's put this behind us. And we can, uh, what we can expect, what we need to do is to realize there's probably been some dishonesty involved. You know, and I think both parties are. Both have dishonesty involved. All human beings have, have it involved with them. The louder a person cries their innocence, the more we should look at it. And then what we can really expect, the final outcome, is the Page of Swords. They're going to keep at this. The truth is going to come out. It may be delayed, but it will come out. All right, let's move on to the next one. This question had to do with Philip Corso. Philip Corso, Colonel Philip Corso, was a, obtained his position during World War II, and he was involved with uh, intelligence operations in Italy. He was, he was a soldier soldier, a veteran, and he came into contact with UFO information, was given to it as part of his job. And he wrote a book discussing how he released information or data from the uh, Roswell crash and, and kind of bled it into corporations to be able to use that technology. I don't know, sometimes if I look at our technology today, I cannot deny the possibility that we had some uh, extraterrestrial or advanced technology helping us. So, the Page of Cups is, Alex Cor is Mr. Corso, Philip Corso. And it shows an immature young man, easily swayed by emotion, holding a cup or the fish coming out. As generally indicates uh, his subconscious. So in this respect, uh, Colonel Corso was somewhat immature. Well, the whole process was immature. This was all new. And, and he had to really work at balancing his, his desires and what was best for the country. What was his obstacle? Temperance. He had to be very patient. Temperance involves being very patient and trying to mix the balance, the two things, you know, the extraterrestrial knowledge with our current knowledge, the extraterrestrial uh, uh, concepts with our current concepts of, spot, of science. He had to really do a, a balancing act and focus, and uh, it was a difficult thing for him to do. A lot of balance was required. But he moved very slowly on it, uh, bit by bit, because if he released too much too fast, there would have been catastrophic events. So he was being tempered by the events. And he had pressures on him from all different sources. 
you know, there's a lot of competition in the Pentagon from the other. Uh, Philip Corso, I believe, was Air Force. You know, the CIA was looking at what he was doing. The Army was looking at what he was doing. The Marines were looking at what he was doing because they all wanted a piece of this information. He had to be very careful. And as we see with the temperance, the card, he had one foot on the ground and the other foot in the water. So he had one foot on reality and in the other foot in kind of non-reality. What was behind him was the Eight of Swords. It was a very difficult situation that he had to walk somewhat blindfolded. He had to tippy-toe his way through it, but, and it was a very difficult journey for him. But he did find his way through it by taking action. And his action was successful, I believe, although a lot of people discredit his book. And then what, what was helping the Ace of Wands? This was a whole new uh, area of study. This was a whole new branch of science. And the information, the data that he shared with the different corporations was brand new. It was a whole new foundation, and they, which they built on. And apparently the information he provided was very strong, very powerful, and it helped, and it helped uh, we'll say, <sighs> preceded change. But the change, what happened, the eight of wands, the change was rapid. The change was very rapid. And I think that uh, if we look at our our, our technology, there has certainly been a rapid change in technology. I mean, things are changing faster and faster. So in regards to the question, was Philip Corso's information correct? As I look from the bottom to the top, yeah, technology changed so fast. Even though Philip Corso was very patient and temperate in his release of the information. And there's old Mr. Colonel Corso on the top. The Eight of Swords, he had to walk a very fine line to get through this. And he had to be very patient. But he released some valuable information that started us on a whole new era, a whole new epoch of technology. So that is the tarot's reading on the... Now, there's a tarot reading on Colonel Philip Corso. And now our final one. And our final reading was a little little bonus I got from the cards. And I asked, I asked the cards, what exactly would you like to share with people? What exactly would you like people to know for right now? And I drew the Eight of Swords again, Ace of Pentacles, and the Six of Swords. So how I interpret this is what, what the goddess is trying to tell us is we are coming out of a very difficult situation, a very difficult past. And I'm thinking of COVID and the economic constraints which were imposed upon many of us, as well as the real uh, constraints involved with certainly my professional practice. But we have found our way through by taking action. Many of us have taken a vaccine. Um, many of us have been protecting ourselves. Uh, we, I think we moved on to an area of hopefully pretty much herd, no, more closer to the herd immunity. But we've moved through this period, uh, this period of challenges. 
And, and the challenge was getting through it and surviving it. The Ace of Pentacles, and that is what's currently happening. I interpret that as being the beginning of a new cycle. I believe life happens in cycles. And this is the beginning of a new cycle, a new financial cycle, as indicated by the pentacle held in the hand. So new opportunities will start to present themselves. This is the start chance for new beginnings. And then what we can expect in the future, the six of swords, people with special skills and abilities will be required. So if you are a person of special skills and abilities, the new cycle appears to be promising. If you are a person looking to obtain special skills and abilities, this is a perfect time to involve yourself in re-education or education of some sort. Certainly in my industry, the healthcare industry, we had a lot of nurses leave, a lot of professionals leave. There's a lot of opportunities in that area. So if you choose now to uh, apply yourself to a little education, there's a lot of opportunity there for you as we, as we move forward. And that comes directly from the goddess. I want to share a little, a little story. Let's stop sharing here. This little story was, uh, I was, so I do two jobs. I do work an ICU job and I work a job. I do a little ambulance transport. My ambulance transport really involves uh, people maybe on hospital to hospital type transports. People may be on ventilators. So I show up with my crew. I switch them over to my ventilator. I switch over to IV drips to transport pumps. And I transport them to another hospital where they can receive treatment. Or sometimes I'm just transporting them on ventilators to uh, go to long-term care, regardless. So one day I'm, gonna, I'm out in somewhere in Huntington Beach, and I get a call. We get a call from dispatch. Go code three to the VA hospital. So code three is lights and sirens. There's a big problem. So we go code three to the VA hospital. And I go in there, and they've been coding this guy. So this guy's heart has stopped, and they've been actively coding him for about two hours. And they have just finished putting in a, 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 femoral, a central femoral line. And he's got about six IV drips going on. And he's hooked up to there, and he's intubated. He's on a, he's on a machine. So I go, okay. Well, and they want me to get him over to another hospital where he can uh, get a cath lab procedure. I said, okay. So I switch over to vents. I put him on my vent. And uh, I said, well, I'm just going to take your IV pumps. I have a cardiologist there with me who's working on the patient. They're giving me a bunch of information. And do this, do that, change this drip, change that drip. When you get halfway there, do this, do that. I'm okay, okay, okay. So I get a switch over. I put the pads on him. And I switch him over to my transport monitor. I put a pad on his, I put the monitor on him anyway. So I'm looking at the monitor. And I see on the monitor his heart rate. So 70, 60, 50, 40, beats per minute. I go, hey, Doc, I got to put the pads on this guy and pace him. He goes, yeah, okay, okay. So I put the pads on. One on the front, one on the back, I think it was, or one on the front, one to the side. And I, put, I set it to, to go off, I'm going to externally pace him. I, and, I set it, and I crank it up to 70, uh, 70 beats per minute, and I crank up the milliamps until I get captured. Well, boom, boom, boom. Okay, we get captured. I go, okay, man. 
Let's put them on the gurney. Let's get them out of here. Let's go. And this other hospital was about, oh, it was about 10, 15 minutes away, 15, 20 minutes away. And we were going. So my guys load him up. We get him on the gurney. And I'm heading out the door. And I, and I get him in. We get him in the ambulance. I transfer him over there. And uh, I'm just thinking to myself, I hope this guy said his prayers because he's going to need them today. Anyway, I get him over to this other hospital. I, I bring him. Then they were notified ahead of time that we were coming in. And I bring him in. And the nurses, and the ER nurses looked at me like, they're aghast. Like, what's he, what's he bringing in here? And uh, I get him in the door, and he turns gray and dusky. So we start chest compression. Boom, 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 boom. And the doctor comes over, and the doctor was aware of the cir- circumstance uh, she was wearing ahead of time, and she takes control of the situation. And I'm able, to, and he was already on the hospital pumps, so they continue CPR, and they whisk him off to the cath lab, and that's the last I see of him. I say, whoo, shoo. That was a lot of work. But I did my part. I did the best I could. Well, that's the end of that. About a month later, we're again somewhere, Huntington Beach, somewhere like that with my crew, and I get a call. Code, code three to the VA. I say, oh, not again. Oy, maron. Okay, so we go code three to the VA. I'm thinking, uh-oh, this is going to be bad. And when I get there, they got a guy, he's, he's a... He's got some coronary artery disease. He needs to be transported to that other hospital, but it's not too bad. He's on a little nitro drip. I take a little heparin drip. He's alert and oriented. He's talking. He's conscious. He's not in any distress right now. And a fairly easy transport. But the nurse comes up to me. He says, uh, he says hey, John, you remember you were transported that guy about a month ago? I said, oh, yeah, I remember him. He goes, there he is. And he points, and it was that same guy. He was walking in the door with his wife, and I recognized him because they had this little dog, and they had the little dog with him. And I went up to the guy, and I said, man, man, it's so good to see you on the green side of the grass. And he was kind of you know, surprised. I said, yeah, I'm just one of the people who helped you. I, I transported you, and I'm just so glad to see you that you did well. Well, I had to think about this situation. You know, they called us Code 3 to get there. Had I not been called code three to get there, you know, you know, lights and sirens to get to the to the VA on that day at that time, I would have not seen that guy walk in the door. I would not have had the opportunity to see that happen. What are the chances of that happening? That that guy should walk in when I happen to be there and I'm pointed, it's drawn to my attention. Look, look, you need to see this. I can only say that that's the higher power, that's the universe. So tapping me on the shoulder and saying, you know, we know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. This is what you're doing. Keep doing this. You're doing a good job. So, you know, for you out there, I know what you're doing. You're doing a good job. Keep doing a good job. We don't always get recognition for the things we do, but it does get noticed. So, for this week, I now return you to your analytical mind your normal state of consciousness. You may take the blue pill and wake up and believe whatever it is you want to believe. Or you may take the red pill and we'll see just how far the rabbit hole goes. So for this week, thanks a lot and I will see you all next week. All right, bye-bye.